Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey girl, hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. You might know me from Sirius XM Radio. I mean, I was there for like 12 years after all. But then Howard Stern allegedly got jealous of me, so I had to leave. I was actually able to pull myself up by the bootstraps and start my own podcast, Taste of Taylor, which is now officially with Dear Media. I'm so excited to say that. Ha! So I promise you in this podcast, you're going to either learn about something, you're going to be inspired by someone that's like always coming from a perspective of like humor, then this is the place for you. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Hey, bestie, it's Cammie Crawford. Relationships are hard and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship. The advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl, Cammie Crawford. And today is a very special day. This is the last Friday of my 20s. Dun, dun, dun. No, I am turning 30 on October 25th. That is my birthday, Scorpio season. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Libras, move out of the way. It is officially. You want to try that again? Christiana. The producer is like, first of all, bitch, it's always Libra season. No, the Scorpios are coming through. We're taking over. And I'm so excited about turning 30. I don't know. I feel like I thought that turning 30 would feel like the end of an era for me. But to be honest, I feel like it's just the beginning. Like, I feel like I feel like a a rebirth if you will, because let's be real. Like I've talked about turning 25, having my quarter century life crisis, feeling like my life was falling apart. 
because that's exactly what was happening. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted to be a TV host and I knew that I wanted to make it in entertainment, but I didn't know how and I didn't have a steady job. I had been working as a host from 19 and wasn't booking anything big and I thought that I was supposed to be Oprah Winfrey by 22. So when I turned 25 and I wasn't Oprah Winfrey, I was like, what the fuck? So because I already went through that phase of life and, you know, there's just been so much that I've done and like accomplished and I feel like I'm in a really good position to turn 30, if that makes sense. Because I know that for a lot of people, probably for a lot of you listening, turning 30 was probably a daunting experience or is a daunting experience that you're about to go through. But for me personally, I feel excited about it. Like, I just feel like a grown ass woman, you know, like I feel grown as fuck. And, you know, I just bought a place and I'm in a really amazing position in my career with some things that are coming out very, very soon that I still can't talk about. I know. I know. Crucify me later. But I just feel happy. Like, you know, dating wise, she's doing very, very well. <laughs> and like friendship wise, I still have all of my closest, amazing friends by my side, family wise, like strong, everybody, like just an amazing support system. So I feel like I'm in a completely different place than I was in even last year, turning 29. 29 was scary. Spooky scary. Very, very much. Because I don't know, like that to me felt like what I thought 30 was going to feel like. But I, when I turned 29, I was like, shit, if I feel like this at 29, what is 30 going to be? Like, I'm going to be terrified, quaking in my boots. But it's not giving that. I feel very comfortable. And I think also last year I had a lot of things that were not properly in place. My mind was not in the right place. I just felt kind of like lost and confused in different areas of my life. And I don't feel like that anymore. I feel very much confident, very much established. I just feel very comfortable, very good and like excited about what's to come and excited about the future. And yeah, I don't know. I'm not scared. Now, let's check in on my actual 30th birthday. Me waking up, bawling my eyes out, <laughs> crying and mourning my youth. I think also, like, let me just explain this to the to the early 20-somethings out there and the teens that may be listening. 30 is not old, okay? I don't know who gave us this notion, this idea that when you turn 30, it's like you have to have your entire life together. You have to have three kids and a husband and this, that, and the third. You don't. You don't. Does it help to have certain things in place that you would like to have in place when you turn 30? Yes, it does. Do I feel way more comfortable and confident going into 30 because I have specific things that I've wanted to have in my life for a while now in place? Yes, for sure. But I think when I was like 19, 21, 25, I thought 30 was so just like far away. Like I thought it was just so out of reach. And there are a lot of things that I've learned in my 30 years, which is what today's episode is all about. But one of the things that I have learned overall is that like life comes at you fast. You grow up really, really fast. And 
I don't feel that much different as a person, like personality wise at 30 than I did when I was 21. Like I, there, there have been some developments for sure. Thank God, you know, fuller brows, all of that. That's the one big benefit. But I think like if I could look at my 21 year old self, looking at my 30 year old self being like, oh my God, you're 30 years so old. I'd be like, but shut the fuck up. Cause you have no idea. <laughs> like you have no clue. Okay. I wrote the book. You're just turning the pages, baby. Okay. I'm just a grown ass version of myself that like is very comfortable and very confident in herself. But overall, like I'm not that I'm not. I'm just like you <laughs> to my 22 year olds. I'm just like you. There's still a lot of like similarities and commonalities there. But I feel like we just, you know, the patriarchy, they make us all think that we're old as soon as we get one little tiny wrinkle or gray hair, God forbid. But it really is not. It really is not. I'm I'm now that I'm 30 or about to be 30, which I also just like the word 30. It just sounds sexy. I don't know. It, it just like sounds grown as fuck, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I feel like old to me is like 75. Like that, that is old. 40 is not old. 50 is not old. It's very young. That's why when people die at like 45, we're, we don't say, oh my God, they were so old. No, you say they were so young. So like, let's reframe. Fuck the patriarchy. Let's get into the episode. So today's episode is all about 30 things that I've learned in 30 years or 30 things that I learned before turning 30. And this was all Danny's idea. Must give props to the queen herself. <laughs> she came up with this concept. And I loved it because honestly, as soon as I started writing, the things just started like flowing out of me. Like just the just different things, little things that like it doesn't have to be some profound thing. After I wrote my 30, I was like, I wonder what other people did for their 30 things. Cause I've seen these before. And I Googled and some of them were just like way too like philosophical. And it's just like, girl, don't nobody need that. I need to know what my 21 year old self would want to know. Like, I don't need to know the fucking hoopla. Like, let's get to the facts. Let's get to the things. So I'm just going to go down my list. And some things require explanation and some things don't. But we're going to go through. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Y'all, I've talked about it a million times, okay? Your girl loves to jump to conclusions. It's my favorite pastime. I think I should get paid for it. I love to jump to conclusions, okay? And, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm so focused on problems and all the different scenarios that could take place instead of solutions. And think about how each situation in our lives could go better with a different mindset, it can be tough to train our brains to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or how small. Now, you guys know how I feel about therapy. I love therapy. I have my sessions in my calendar every single week. I do not miss a week if I don't have to. I hope everyone can try it and get access to it. And that's why BetterHelp is so awesome. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. 
Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash Cammie today and get 10% off of your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Cammie. All right, friends, we are mentally growing this week and we're getting back to the podcast. Number one, it's never too late to change your mind, college, career, relationships, etc. That was the first thing to come to mind because I remember being in college, changing my major and thinking that that was the end of the fucking world and that I was going to be in so much trouble with my parents and that I was so like off the rails because I didn't want to be a biology major anymore. I wanted to switch to communications and the whole world was going to fall apart. Insert narrator here. The whole world did not fall apart. In fact, her world came together. Things are okay to change. Like it's okay to change your mind. And it's okay to decide, like, actually, I don't want this. Actually, I don't want to be in this career anymore. This is not what's making me happy. Actually, I don't want to be with this person anymore because this relationship is not fulfilling me in any kind of way. It doesn't matter how old you are. Like, you can always change your mind. You can always switch paths. Like, it's never too late. So if you are thinking or if you're in a space of wanting to make a change, make that fucking change. Like, who cares if you're 57? Change it around like you only have one life. So do that shit. Number two, listen to the people who are closest to you. They only have your best interest in mind. That's self-explanatory. Like your friends, they got your back. Like the people who know you, like be open to their, I don't want to say critique or criticism, but like be open to their feedback because if they really know you and love you and care about you, you can value their opinion. Like if these are the people who are closest in your life, you should be able to value their opinion. And if you can't, then maybe you need to reevaluate the people that you have in your life and in your space. Number three, call your mom. Call your mom. If you are blessed enough to have your mom in your life and you know, you know that you can rely on her, call her. You only get one. And I know my mom would be listening to this being like, did you call your mother today? No, I didn't, mom, but I will. (laughs) I will. As I've gotten older, I've realized more and more that, you know, my mom isn't just my mom. She's one of my closest friends in the entire world. And she really has taught me everything that has made me the woman that I am today. Of course, I've had my own life experiences, but like she has guided me through a lot of the shit that I've dealt with in my life. And without her, I don't know who I would be or what I would be doing. So call your mom. I know everybody has like a different relationship with their mom. Some people have really complex relationships with their moms. I know a lot of people have complex relationships with their parents, with their mothers. Some people don't have their mothers here anymore. And, you know, I really... My heart goes out to you 1000% because for me, like my relationship with my mom has really shaped the woman that I am. And I couldn't imagine my life without her for sure. But I think if you don't have your mother or, you know, the person who raised you in your life, call somebody that you respect, you know, maybe your best friend's mom, somebody that you value their opinion, a teacher, whoever it might be. And, you know, just just talk to them about life, because I think that we tend to think that like 
the older generations, even just our parents' generation, which is not that far away from us, just they don't get it. They don't understand. But like you would be shocked the life experiences that people, the women in your life have been through that they haven't shared with you. So pick their brain a little bit. Number four, it's always okay to go home. I learned this big time last year when I went through my breakup and I went home for Thanksgiving and bawled my eyes out in my dad's arms, which was the first time I've cried in front of him probably, I don't know, since I was maybe 13. <laughs> like, And just being home and like the feeling of being surrounded by family it's always a recharge for me. Like, you guys know I have five sisters. Anytime I'm around them, I feel more, I feel the most like myself than any other space that I'm in. And it's it's always okay to go home. It's always okay to get that recharge. Like, don't ever feel like you are going backwards or messing up or, you know, not on the path that you're supposed to be on or like you don't have your shit together because you need to call your mom or you need to call your dad or you need to call your sister or you need to go home for a little bit. Like sometimes you just need to cuddle with your family dog on the couch and like have food served to you that you don't have to order on Postmates. Like sometimes you just need a home cooked meal from your parents and that's okay. Go home, <laughs> go home, it's all right. Number five, every function does not require your presence. I learned this at a very young age because my mom always told me like, you don't wanna be the girl that the guys are like, like the guy that that likes you is like, oh yeah, Friday night, I know I'm going to see Cammy at such and such place. She's always there. Every Saturday she's there. You don't have to be there every Saturday. Maybe one Saturday, don't go. You know, keep the people wondering, keep the people thinking. But also I've found like in my career and just different things that I've done in life, I always feel or have felt before like, oh my God, if I miss this, like, I can't miss this thing. I can't miss this event. I can't, like, bail on this thing. I have to go to this thing because so-and-so might be there or, like, whatever might happen. And, like, yes, there are certain networking opportunities in life that you should attend. But you're not required to attend half the things that we fucking go to in life. Like, it's okay to take the night off. It's okay to bail every once in a while. It's fine. Like make your presence scarce sometimes it's okay to make your presence scarce number six therapy is a great idea end of story number seven every action does not deserve a reaction I think conserving your energy and I maybe I mean that sounds like a very therapeutic point to my therapy is a great idea point I've learned as I've gotten older that like there's shit that I see every day every day that pisses me off Things that piss me off, people that piss me off, things that people do, things that strangers do. And I want to comment on it. I want to say something. It's not always worth it. And, you know, having a public presence means that I'm often, you know, subject to critique from strangers on the Internet. And I used to clap back every single time because I would be like, who the fuck are you stepping up in my presence, in my space? having something to say. I will still read you down, but you know, I'm selective about it now. I don't do it to everyone, just the select lucky few. So every action does not deserve a reaction. Number eight, school didn't teach me shit about real life. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
That's a very important point. There's not a thing that I learned in school that I can apply to my life currently. I'm just going to be real. Like, not a damn thing. Not a damn thing except for institutional learning is just not for me. It's just not. And, you know, I know that about myself. But there are so many things about real life that I wish that they would implement in school. Like how to write a check, how to file your taxes, you know, how to send a, a, a piece of mail. Like they don't talk about these things in school. They don't tell you what to do. How to hire a contractor. What is a contractor? Mortgage? They don't talk about none of this shit in school. And that's the kind of learning that I need. So, you know, obviously if you're a lawyer or a doctor, whatever, this does not apply to you. But for me, and for a lot of people, like, I felt like I just learned so much shit in school that I didn't need to know. It just wasn't necessary. Dissecting frogs has not done shit for me in my life currently. So, you know, Y equals MX plus B, nothing for me. It hasn't done anything for me personally. And, you know, chime in if, if you have ever had to use the Pythagorean theorem for anything, let me know. I'll wait. Number nine, access to my energy is a privilege, not a right. That is, uh, it is vital that you conserve your energy as much as you can from people and places and things that do not deserve it. You don't owe anybody your energy or your peace, period. Except for, you know, if you got kids, like (laughs) you might owe them some, but I think that As far as just like people in your life who are like energy suckers, you have to let them go. Like I've had to have a few friendship breakups because of this, because I've just realized like I just can't. I just can't. And I've had to stop hanging out with certain people, certain crowds that I realize that, you know, you have to pay attention to to that energy and how your energy is affected by giving it to certain people, giving access to certain people of yourself like it's just you have to be cognizant of it number 10 vulnerability will not always work in your favor but it is your truth that is a point from my therapist kelly shout out to my therapist she's the shit i believe that i talked about this on the podcast but we were having a conversation about vulnerability and i was like i'm scared to be vulnerable like what if what if me being vulnerable doesn't lead to the result that i want and she said vulnerability may not always work in your favor but it is your truth and it deserves to be shared and that shit hit me like a ton of motherfucking bricks and i said you know what i'm gonna put that shit on the list so here it is and you know i think i think we have such a difficult time with being vulnerable with people because of that fear of like how will they react with the information that i'm giving them like how will they how will they use that information to better this relationship or to use it against me? And I think being vulnerable with people who allow you the space to be able to to do that is the most important part. You can't be vulnerable with people that are going to take advantage of your vulnerability and of your, you know, sensitivity. It's just not, you shouldn't have those people in your life anyway. Number 11, give yourself the grace to evolve. I think it's kind of self-explanatory, but just allowing yourself time, space to change, 
like and to grow and be okay with that and be like, you know what? I'm not the person that I was yesterday. I'm not the person that I was last year. I'm not the person that I was five years ago. But this person that I have become is really beautiful and powerful. And I appreciate the person that I am now. Number 12, don't spend money on dumb shit. Do spend money on food and experiences. There has not been a dollar that I have felt that I have wasted on good food and a good time. There has been a lot of dollars wasted on stupid clothes and fucking bullshit ass bullshit. So <laughs> don't spend money on bullshit. But but definitely like get that food. Like if you want to try something new, try something new. If you want to go on a trip, take the trip. You have one life. Eat the food and take the fucking trip. Number 13, your real friends will understand. I have had the same friends for the longest and there has not been a thing that I have gone through in my life where they have been like I can't believe that you did that or I can't believe that you didn't say this or I can't believe that you didn't come to us with blah 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 or I can't believe I haven't talked to you in three days your real friends will understand your real friends will get it your real friends get you and th they'll understand if you can't make Every single fucking occasion, if you can't make every single hangout, if you can't if you can't get on the phone and talk to them for five hours every single day, your real friends will understand. They'll get it. They'll know. And they'll adjust and they'll move around the same way that you will do for them in a, in a positive way, obviously. Number 14, everything always works out the way that it's supposed to in the end. Stop worrying about it. Every single time that I have been stressing out over a situation and been like, how the fuck am I going to, I'm not going to be able to, when am I going to, oh my God, the whole world's falling apart. It's not. <laughs> it's not. And it's never that deep. And everything that is supposed to happen is going to happen whether you like it or not. So you can either keep putting yourself and your emotions in the way of it, or you can just let things play out the way that they're supposed to and hope for the best. And that's it. That's all you can do. Just let it go and let it happen. The rising Virgo in me is like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? Absolutely not. We're going to plan for this and we're going to plan for A, B, C, D. And in case those don't work out, we have the backup generator plan. <laughs> but like, chill out. Like, it's not it's not that deep. It's OK. Everything's going to work out. Number 15, your body will change. It's supposed to. Now, this is a difficult one for a lot of people. It's been difficult for me over the years, but I've also, my weight has fluctuated my entire life. So I've always had changes happening. But nearing my 30s is when you really realize, like, you can't do the things that you used to do, girl. You can't eat the things that you used to do. The things that you used to do sit different and feel different, okay? Because now you got, you got heartburn. You can't pick up the things that you used to pick up. It's heavy now. Your back will give out. Like there's things that you just cannot do anymore. And it's a very humbling experience because you're like, oh, shit. Why am I feeling that workout that I did 13 days ago? Things change. Your body is going to change. And, you know, your face is going to change. Things, things change. They're supposed to. That is a part of the evolution of you, and it is beautiful, and it is wonderful. Allow it. Allow it, bruv. Just let it go. 
Number 16. Taxes suck, and I still don't know the difference between a W-9, a W-2, and a W-4, and low-key, I don't think anyone else does either. Say less. That's it. What else needs to be said? Who the fuck knows? Unless you're an accountant, nobody knows. So just fill out the paperwork and do what they say, because you don't want to go to jail. But I don't know. Maybe we need to have a guest on the podcast about it. I don't know. I don't get it. Don't want to know. Next. (laughs) Number 17. If you can afford it, pay for convenience. Now, listen, I am Mrs. Doer herself, okay? I love to DIY. I love to think that I can do everything myself. You can't. You simply can't. And you have to give up that control sometimes and pay for convenience. If you can't wake up one day and clean your entire house, like maybe you can hire somebody to clean the house one day. One day out of the year, you put a little money towards having somebody clean the house for you just to take it off your hands. If there's something that you can pay for, and now I'm at the place where I'm like, okay, I've worked really fucking hard. And the money that I have made, I want to use it towards making things convenient for myself. So if I want to upgrade my ticket on my flight, or if I want to, I don't know, pay for the extra foot rub at the pedicure, I'm going to do that because I've worked for that shit. So I'm going to treat myself to that because it's a convenience that I appreciate. One time recently when I realized that I need to start paying for convenience more was when I moved. I paid. Well, I didn't pay. I did a sponsorship with Roadway, which they're fucking amazing. If you're moving, hit up Roadway. This is not sponsored, but the post that I did was I had them come and move my stuff. And as they were moving it, they were like, why didn't you hire us to pack it? Well, goddamn, I should have. (laughs) I should have. But I wanted to pack my stuff because I was like, I can pack it. I can pack it. Guess what? She couldn't pack it. I had Danny helping me pack and Mr. Mance, very helpful gentleman, very handsome, helpful gentleman, helped me pack my stuff for my movers to come. And guess what? That was the only reason why I moved because I would not have been able to move had the stuff not been packed Simple things like convenience, pay for the packers, pay for the movers, get your shit done. If you can afford it, pay for the convenience. Number 18, empower the people around you to do what they're good at so that you can focus on what you're good at. You don't need to take on every single responsibility. Now, 17 and 18 kind of go together. If you have a business, you know, there are certain things, aspects of your business for me personally my brand is my business and I have been running it myself for a really long fucking time. It took me a while to come around to, bitch, you need help. Like you need help, mental and everything else. So I hired a therapist (laughs) and I hired an assistant, Danny. And empowering the people who are in your circle and in your, you know, space of work to do the things that you need them to do. If you have a position at your job where you have a few people underneath you, why are you taking on every single responsibility? Like give the tasks to the people who are good at doing those tasks. Again, with the convenience thing. If you don't need to hang up all the shelves and you can hire a task rabbit, hire a task rabbit. Empower somebody else to do it. <laughs> you don't have to do every single thing. It's okay to give the responsibility to the people who are supposed to do it. If you're a parent, you're doing everything around the house for your kids all damn day. You can give them a chore or two to take a few things off your hands. They can they can pick up the leaves in the front yard. 
they can sort the laundry. They know the difference between white and black clothes. And I say this as someone who doesn't have any kids who don't say no to me. I'm sure that they probably do say that. But like, give them kids some chores. Okay. Number 19. You can't pour from an empty cup. Very important. Simple concept, but a lot of us miss it, myself included. It is impossible to be everything for everybody else if you are nothing for yourself. So do the little things that you can do to make yourself feel like a human being and feel like you are doing for yourself. Like you deserve just as much as you pour into everybody else every single day. Like give yourself give yourself a few drops too. Number 20, you can't measure your success with someone else's ruler. Now, I have never really been a comparison person as far as my success. I don't really look at other people and the things that they've accomplished and been like, why wasn't that me? I more look at the things that other people have accomplished and be like, I can't wait for that to be me. Like, I, I, I would love to do something like that. But everybody has things that happen for them in their own time. Like everybody's success happens in their own time when it's supposed to, and yours is going to happen when it's supposed to. So looking at somebody else and being like, well, they did this at 25, so I should have this at 25. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. You're not on the same path. You're not the same person. You have to allow yourself and your path to pave the way that it's going to, the way that it's supposed to. And just keep working on you, keep working on your craft, whatever that may be, and just focus on that. You can't measure things the same. Everybody has a different different thing that they want for their lives, and you have to just live yours, please. There's so many things that I, I have seen of people who are like, I'm not where I should be, or like, I'm not where I want to be. And like, it's different if you're not where you want to be. That's okay. Like, you can be where you want to be, but where you should be? Who says where you should be? Who determines that? You should determine where you want to be for yourself and start doing things that, like, implement into into those goals. But where you should be? Mm-mm. You can miss me with all that. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Where you should be. Number 21. Pay attention to how your body and spirit react to the environments that you put yourself in. There have been times in my life where I have noticed that my energy and my happiness when I walk into an environment is not the same as when I leave. And you should feel even more fulfilled when you leave an environment than when you entered it, especially when it comes to like friend groups. I'm not saying the same about work because, child, you clock in and you might go into work feeling happy because you just drank that venti coffee and then you leave work and you're fucking exhausted. Like, that's going to be a little different. You should be fulfilled in your work and feel, like, good about what it is that you're doing and, you know, at least feel like, I don't know, like you're like you're accomplishing something, even if it's a little a little piece of something. But when it comes to friend groups and relationships, if you leave a hangout with your friends or who you think are your friends and you feel worse than when you got there, I don't really know if that's the kind of friends that you want to be keeping. If you arrive to a situation feeling shitty, you want people who are going to be able to lift you up and make you feel good, not keep tearing you down and make you feel worse. So just pay attention to how you feel when you leave certain rooms with certain people because it's a good indicator of 
who you should and shouldn't be hanging around. Which leads me to number 22. Trust your intuition. She knows what the fuck is up. You know, I call my intuition intuition. She knows everything. She knows it all. And part of that paying attention to how your body and spirit react goes back to your intuition. Your intuition is always going to tell you what you need to know. Anytime you are around people that you shouldn't be around, anytime you're having sex with somebody that you shouldn't be having sex with, like pay attention to the little things. One thing I've learned is that fucking fuckboys will fuck up your system and your pH. So don't do that. <laughs> like trust your intuition if and trust your body when it reacts to certain things. There's a reason when you enter a, a room and you have high anxiety, if you're hanging out with a group of people and every time you enter the room to hang out with them, your anxiety is through the fucking roof. Pay attention to that. There's a reason for that. These things are not bringing you peace. Cut them out. Number 23. Gatekeeping is for losers. Share the wealth. Because I fucking hate when I meet somebody and I'm like, oh my God, I love your sweater. That's fucking amazing. And they're like, thanks. Miss girl, if you don't tell me where the fucking sweater is from before I rob you, I'm such like an oversharer as we... No, because you listen to this podcast every week. I'm such an oversharer that like I love telling people everything, whether they ask me or not. I'm just going to share it. Gatekeeping is whack. Tell people where you got the fucking sweater, bitch. It's not that deep. Like, it's okay to share. And even just like contacts. Like, I'm the type of person, if you reach out to me and you're like, hey, I really want to, you know, get in touch with this person. I will tell you. If you're one of my friends you're looking for somebody like if you need a connector like I like to connect people with things it doesn't take anything away from me to connect somebody with something that could be good for them so there's that you block your blessings that way when you're trying to like keep people away from the things that could be good for them because you're too busy and concerned with what's just good for you number 24 you can't please everyone my Libra moon is screeching right now people-pleasing is it's it's a bad habit honestly it is a bad habit I was notorious for it when I was much younger and now I've gotten to a different kind of place in my life where I've realized that like you can't please everyone you can't accommodate everyone for everything somebody's always going to have a problem with something so you really just have to do what's best for yourself and for your mental health and for your body and that's all you can do. There's always going to be somebody that doesn't like something. So just just worry about making sure that when you fall asleep at night, you're happy with yourself. Number 25, working out sucks, but it doesn't. I know. I've learned this one recently over the past like two years working with six and getting my body together the way that I would like for it to be. You know, when I started working out, I really didn't plan or hope for like a size I just wanted to feel good like I just wanted to feel really good I wanted to love how my clothes fit I wanted to look in the mirror and be like yes like this is this is how I want I was never like I want to have a six-pack and I want to never it was just like I want to make fitness a part of my lifestyle how do I do that by working out consistently and that's that's how it happened so a lot of people have been commenting about weight loss for me like I said I've had a fluctuating weight my entire life so this isn't even the smallest that I've ever been in my life but I'd also was never intentional like I just was just like I'm just gonna do what feels good for my body and 
let that lead me. And I realized that while I hate sweating and I don't like physical activity at all, I actually love it. <laughs> it's actually nice and makes me feel good. So, you know, get a little step in, I guess. Number 26, there is beauty in being able to love hard and feel it even harder when it ends. It means you are human. Now, you guys have been there through my breakup and that whole saga and getting back out into the dating scene and, you know, dating currently and just living my fucking best life. And I've realized that, like, you can't have regrets in life or in love at all. You have to just fucking go for it. And if you love hard, like I do, that's a beautiful thing. Like there are some people who never get to experience that because their hearts are not open to that. And then when it ends and you feel that shit hard, which that shit is a fucking painful, painful experience, painful loss. But like the fact that you're able to feel at all is beautiful and amazing. And it just means that like it's an end of a chapter and a new one is going to start and you'll be able to feel something again for somebody new that makes you feel even more like you might be able to appreciate the love even more with this person because that last thing that you thought was going to break you ended and it didn't. And you'll come with new perspective and everything. So just find finding the beauty in the chaos and the sadness and the, you know, whatever the fuck you're feeling. It will pass. This too shall pass with everything. So just keep on moving through it. But like recognize the fact that when you are feeling sad or when you are feeling super happy and in love and over the fucking moon that like those feelings are so special and rare and not a lot of people get to experience those things. So like just live them the fuck out fully. Number 27, get the dessert get the fries. Literally nobody cares. Nobody cares. Get the fucking tiramisu. Get the fries with the truffle oil. Nobody gives a fuck about what you're eating, your size, whatever. Just live your fucking best life. Live your life. And like, I don't, I don't like food regrets. Like I hate going to bed thinking about the one fry that I left in the basket. It's like, she should have been eaten. Why was she left behind? Like, why didn't I get the fucking molten lava cake at dinner now i'm thinking about it and now i can't wait to go back to the restaurant so that i can go get it just get it just get it taste it share it with your friends i feel like there's just so much everybody's just like oh my i understand my jeans i don't want to fit who cares nobody gives a fuck just fucking live your life number 28 yolo isn't just a drake record you only live once period live just live, like just enjoy. YOLO is not just a Drake record. Number 29, you deserve a love that is obsessed with you too. And that's on period. You deserve to be with somebody that's as in love and obsessed and can't wait to fucking see you and wants to call you and wants to take you on a date and thinks the sun shines and fucking sets out of your asshole just as much as you think that about them. Like you deserve... Everything, everything that you want, you deserve. Everything that you want, you deserve. And you deserve the love that you give right back. So 
get that. Like, don't settle for anything less. Don't settle for anything less. You deserve it all. And don't let anybody convince you that you don't. Because they are somebody who obviously does not deserve you. Bye. And number 30. We've made it to lucky number 30. And, you know, there are so many other things that popped in my head. But this one, I felt, was an all-encompassing vibe. Getting older is weird. But gaining another year of experience, wisdom, and lessons learned is what makes us grown. I feel like, you know, even when I was younger, 21, 25, I thought I was grown. I wasn't. (laughs) Not even close. I also run into a lot of people, see a lot of people on the internet who are in their early 20s. And they're like, I'm grown, I'm grown. And like, maybe you've had experiences that have made you grow up fast. But there is something to time and evolution and growth, like interpersonal growth and just like seeing the world from different angles at different stages in your life. That is what makes you grown. And if you are not grown (laughs) and you know what that means, if your parents would tell you that you're not grown, which like my parents, I think at this, I think now I'm grown. I think now they would say that I'm grown. But if you're in like your early 20s, your late teens, do not try to grow up too fast. And I know because when I was in my early 20s, I wanted to grow up tomorrow. I wanted to be grown. I wanted to be on my own. I wanted to be doing my own thing. I wanted nobody to tell me anything ever. And now that I'm in a place where nobody can tell me anything ever, I want somebody to tell me something about something. (laughs) Like you want somebody to give you some direction about something. Don't grow up too fast. Like enjoy the process. Enjoy every last second of learning, accepting, moving on, like All of those things are important. Every single step in your journey is important. And without those steps, you're never going to become like the fullness of you and like who you could become if you would just let time play out and like run its course and do the things that it's supposed to do. So just enjoy. Enjoyment. That's the word of 30. Enjoyment. And I've heard that shit only gets more lit after 30, by the way. All my friends who are in their 30s, which is a lot of them, most of my friends are in their 30s and they're like, grow up little fucking bitch baby. Come join us in the 30 and over club. But everybody says that like your 30s are lit as fuck because it's like you finally know who you are and what you're doing. And now I hear the early 20 year olds being like, I know who I am. Okay. Let me tell you something, sweetie. I thought I did too. But you learn so much more about yourself when you become grown, when you are really grown, when you have really experienced all of these things and trials and tribulations. Like you have to give yourself the time and space and open your fucking heart and your brain to the fact that there could be more to learn out there because there always is. There's always something. Everything is always a lesson. It's not, I don't believe in regrets. Like I said, I believe in lessons learned and things that you can move on from, move forward from, work through, move through, survive, 
triumph over whatever it is like there's there's always something more that you can learn in this life and let me tell you what else i learned at 30 time flies and so did this podcast episode yeah happy birthday to me i am really excited i'm actually having a birthday party this year for the first time since i was a child i'm terrified because i'd never have birthday parties i'm always convinced nobody's gonna come and I'm not manifesting that because everyone's going to come to my party and it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to have the best 30th year of my entire life. Amen. In Jesus name. I'm really excited. And I'm I'm just thank you guys for being on this journey with me. You know, been through a lot in life, but still going through it. And it's fun. It's exciting. And yeah, 30 here I come, bitch. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only need five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.